You're listening to Strictly Business Podcast with Lindsay Williams. The South African economy is bouncing back. And okay, it may be bouncing back off a low base, but on the other hand, a bounce back is a bounce back, and we will take everything we've got. The RMB BER BCI, that's the Rand Merchant Bank Bureau for Economic Research Business Confidence Index, was released today. And in the last quarter, it jumped from a low level by 15 points to 50. And this is a cutoff point. With me now is Etienne Leroux, who's the chief economist at RMB. And Etienne, this really defines glass half full, glass half empty, doesn't it? Because 50 is right in the middle. Are we half full or half empty? What do you think? (laughs) Well, even so, Lindsay, um, 50 is a very good result. Um, The last time the BCI was at this level was way back in 2014. So, um, uh, welcome news. Um, and also what is quite striking is that confidence rebounded um, in all of the sectors making up um, the BCI. So we actually had the index jumping by 28 points when it comes to new vehicle dealers, 21 points when it comes to manufacturing, a good decent 17 when it comes to, to retail. All around a good news story very good indeed. And I think what we need to talk about, though, Etienne, is where can it go from here? But before we do that, let's have a look at the subsectors. You mentioned vehicle sales, sure. etc. Just give us the highlights and the ones that were slightly lagging. Tell us more, please. So, um, as I said, confidence up quite strongly um, amongst new vehicle dealers. I think um, the story is, is well known there. Um, new vehicle sales have been picking up um, quite a bit over the last couple of quarters. Um, today's results suggest that that might have even continued um, in the second quarter. Um, interesting, Lindsay, is that some of our respondents in this sector are actually starting to complain about stock shortages. So that might well be um, due to the global shortages of semiconductors, uh, which are obviously used in the, in the manufacturing of cars. Um, so if it wasn't for that, confidence might well have been even even higher. Um, in another consumer-sensitive sector, retail, confidence up um, quite nicely, um, 17 points to 54, so that's just above that neutral level. Um, here, another interesting story um, and a continuation from yesterday's GDP, actually. Um, we have a, a situation where um, retailers of durable and semi-durable goods, in other words, furniture, electrical appliances, yes. semi-durables, clothing and sports equipment, um, they are seeing quite strong improvements um, in sales. And it would seem as if high-income consumers um, are certainly coming back or going back to the shops. Then um, we had sales moderating a bit uh, when it comes to retailers of food and groceries. I think the story there um, is one where um, specific COVID-19 grants have lapsed and that's starting to weigh on the confidence of retailers um, in that sector. The one sector that is lagging behind um, is construction. Uh, This is a sector that has been in the doldrums for many years uh, before COVID and the shock last year obviously made things um, far worse. I think here it's a it's a story of two halves. If you're a, a building contractor and a subcontractor in the residential property market, you're doing okay, not great, okay, but you're certainly doing much better than your peers um, in the commercial property uh, property sector. Um, we all know um, of of the high vacancy rates um, in the office sector, for example. That just gives you a flavour 
of some of the detail um, by sector. Okay, but uh, overall, you, you'd say you were fairly, you're certainly more, more confident in this quarter with this this quarter's numbers uh, than you were in in the previous quarter. Because you know, you and I have had these chats, and you've been absolutely right yeah. to, to be slightly pessimistic, cautiously pessimistic. But now it sounds as though you're cautiously optimistic. Yeah, I think um, what is happening here is um, the economy is, is has opened up, lockdown restrictions have been relaxed. Um, companies across at least the sectors that we survey uh, are back in business, or many of them are back in business. Um, turnover is up, they're making money, they're paying their people, they're rehiring staff, um, and along with an improvement um, in economic activity, confidence uh, picks up. Um, I think there are really good economic reasons why the mood um, is, is, is better. I think this is for all for me, Lindsay, consistent with the economic recovery um, cyclically, that's, that's going from strength to strength. Structurally, when you think about the economy over the medium to longer term, that is a completely different debate. But from a cyclical point of view, the economy is certainly way off the worst levels um, of last year. That's what you say in your summary after your report you kindly sent me earlier on, Etienne. You say at the number 50, the index level 50, the RMB BER business confidence index is a far cry from its pandemic-stricken all-time low of just five points a year ago. The notable rebound, plus the fact that business confidence is now even higher than pre-COVID-19 levels, which is fantastic, is welcome news. Still, you say, this is your this is where your ingrained caution comes in, Etienne. You say still. However, encouraging the improvement in sentiment is uncertainties remain. Various risks such as the fast-spreading third wave of infections, the danger of additional lockdown restrictions being imposed, Eskom's electricity grid that looks increasingly unstable, and the looming threat of industrial action could easily still knock confidence. So we mustn't get carried away. I think that that's your message. Absolutely spot on. There are still a lot of uncertainties around. Um, what we do know is that confidence is in an upward trend, and that obviously is good news. But all those things that you mentioned can easily knock confidence below that, back below that 50 mark. So we just have to be, um, you know, on the watch out for, for, for these developments. Um, and then I think of those risks, the most important one would be um, ESCOM. I mean, it is, very concerning, to be honest, to see that the grid um, is very unstable. Yes. Um, and I can tell you one thing, Lindsay. If if we if we're going to see stage three and stage four um, um, for extended periods of time, it can certainly damage this recovery a lot. Yeah. I don't know if people are getting used to it, if businesses and individuals are adapting to it or not, but I don't think you can adapt to not having any power for two or three hours a day, can you? So it is a serious concern, and I hope that the new, exactly. relatively new regime can, can get hold of it because they don't seem to be at the moment. I find it very discouraging. I don't live in South Africa anymore, but when I see that there's load shedding or someone phones me up and says, I can't conduct this interview because of load shedding, my heart sinks a bit. Yes. Yeah, it's very disruptive. I mean, um, and uh, um, um, I think, um, you know, it's not a, a case of just once, you know, two or three hours a day. It's now two times a day. Um, yes. And I think what is also important is that, you know, big public companies um, can probably cope with this. They've had, they've made the investments um, in alternative sources over the last couple of years. But just think about small 
mid-sized or small micro-companies, I doubt whether they can cope as easily um, as big listed companies, even at stage two load shedding, let alone stage three and stage four. Quite right. Anyway, let's take the good number, um, which is 50 for the BCI, and uh, embrace it. Etienne, thank you so much for your analysis. That's Etienne LaRue, who's the Chief Economist at RMB, talking about the RMB BER Business Confidence Index. The views and opinions expressed in these podcasts are those of Lindsay Williams and various contributors and do not reflect the policy, position or opinion of any other agency, organization, employer or company associated with strictlybusinesspodcast.com. Assumptions made on the analyses are not reflective of the position of any other entity other than the speaker or the author. And since we are critically thinking human beings, these views are always subject to change, revision and rethinking at any time. Please do not hold us to them in perpetuity.